0: Got a nice little bobble going on. Nice bobble, 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 bobble. Hey, brother, and welcome everyone to another edition of J versus Ben, where today
1: we will be sorting Star Wars characters into Hogwarts houses. Yeah, this is like there's Obi Wan right around the corner at this point in time. We're very excited about it, so we are specifically diving into a myriad of the Jedi, which I will tell you, I found a little bit. Harder to do than expected. Yes, I, you'd think like, oh, all the—it's not like Harry Potter where all the good guys are just in Gryffindor. Right, there's a huge yeah. spread. I huge have, spread. I have good representation from all houses. Let's dive on.
2: Hello there,
1: guys. Before we dive on into today's sorting, I need to draw your attention to my shirt it says hello there
0: hello there hello there if you'd like everyone you meet for a day to greet you with a fine hello there you can go
1: check out these shirts available for pre-order right now at supercarlinbrothers.store in case you guys are new to the format of how we sort over here at Super Carlin Brothers, this is how it is going to work. We have polled our quiz masters over on Patreon, and they have all voted on which house they think each character belongs within. Right, so Kat has the results to all of those survey questions. She is going to
0: ask me and Ben which house we think each Jedi belongs into, and we will tell you by placing a duck in the appropriate Up, and if we agreed with the quiz masters, we will get the point. However, if we did not agree, then we will vehemently argue for why we were correct and they were wrong. And you can let us know if we sway your opinion.
1: Yeah, because this is so different from typical trivia where just like the answer is the right answer, where it's like more people could have agreed on something, but you could absolutely make a case for. Your answer
0: now, yes, and I will say that as I was going through this, these are all completely my opinions for where each character goes. I'm not trying to say like, well, here's where I think the quizmaster I agree voted yes, as yes. well. So anyway, without any further ado, shall we begin? Let's do it.
2: We are going to be starting with the one and only Obi Wan. What house do you think Obi-Wan and Obi Wan maybe would be in?
0: Do You know, I thought Obi Wan was a little bit trickier than I initially thought. At I- first, I was I had it, I had it locked in. And then I started wavering.
1: Yeah, he he is he is difficult, and I think it's in part due to the fact that we've seen him over such a huge period of time. Right. Like
0: I think when you meet him in a New Hope, I would have been like Ravenclaw, no problem. Sure. But then when you watch Clone Wars, it's like Gryffindor, easily. So those, well, these are at least the two I was waffling between. I don't know if you went if you went if you felt differently. That's not even
1: that's not, not even, even it. At, oh, so, no. Okay. You ready? Yep. All right. So three, two, one. Oh, you went buff! I did kill buff. Oh my god. I absolutely, yeah. So uh, Obi-Wan, I do think it's tricky because for a huge number of reasons. Uh, one of them I think is that he is sort of like the hybrid in between like Qui-Gon's yeah. version of interpreting the force and like the Jedi Council. Yeah. Where it's almost like he respects and abides by like the rules and regulations that like, the council has put forth. Mm-hmm. But then I also think that he has worked directly under Qui Gon, who I think is like more of a free thinker within that community. Right.
0: So he has, it's like weird because he's like remains extremely loyal to both parties, but he is loyal
1: to both parties. He is loyal to both yeah. parties. Yeah. So I think that the like the loyalty was a big, a big piece of it. Um, I also felt like while I was trying to compare him to a Harry Potter character, I was like, you could almost get like some Cedric Diggory. Like he's like very like, fair but also incredibly like capable Mm -hmm. and not like arrogant Mm -hmm. um so he has a lot of those things going for him uh but the other things i think is like you know patience like with anakin over time for sure he has to have a lot
0: of patience with anakin (laughs) yes
1: and like the willingness to to even just like wait out uh like luke you know on dagobah i'm sorry on tatooine
0: so i was initially leaning like ravenclaw like because when you meet him he's just like that you're like he's like the only jedi master you've ever met he's got like all the wisdom of the jedi and he's teaching luke and you're like okay yeah 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 but then like i was thinking so much about Clone Wars and stuff. And whilst he is still, like, the, like, more cautious, rational one to Anakin, like, he still always just gives in to Anakin and does what he wants anyway. <laughs> right, And right. I feel like they're such brothers in arms that, like, he kind of loves it. Like, he knows it's maybe not the
1: right call, but he's like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> no, but that, yeah, so that's that's part of why I think Hufflepuff, too, is because it's, like, the way that he treats Anakin is absolutely as a brother. Mm. And I feel like even the fact that he has, like, like, I do not think that the Jedi at least based on the council's teachings within the prequels, would see somebody as a brother. Okay,
0: here's my other argument for Gryffindor is that he's always so polite. He's always like so chivalrous.
1: He does everyone. have that. He does. Had, that, that was
0: my other like big leaning for Gryffindor.
1: Down to, hello there. Hello there. <laughs> hello there. <laughs> would you like to fight to the death? Right. <laughs> it's odd. <laughs> um, okay, reasonable. Right. I, I do think that there's a very strong chance that you will that take will. T-
0: I have no idea. We were all over the place. Kat, what what did the quizmasters say Obi Wan?
2: Quizmasters voted on Gryffindor. Point J. <laughs> yes. Point J. Boom. Gryffindor was fifty-eight percent. Ravenclaw was next with twenty-five percent. Mm-hmm. Um Hufflepuff was thirteen uh, uh, you know, percent. And Slytherin was two percent. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say yeah. voted for Obi Wan Slytherin. <laughs> yeah, I got that token person who's yeah, just, just like
1: like woke up and chose
2: chaos. And yeah. Was like, yeah. yeah, Slytherin. It's
1: like Yeah, boom. that person is
2: definitely here in the uh in the the survey so <laughs> <laughs> They're <laughs> They're definitely there's a one, the one. <laughs> somebody
1: trying to mix it up well yeah either way i stand by it i stand by it all I right. think that i think that he's got it
2: yoda what house would yoda be in so,
1: yoda. Oh, bam. Okay. well this one to me felt
0: pretty straightforward
2: i felt like this was fairly
1: straightforward yeah so, so right. i'm curious right. ready yep three two
0: ravenclaw it's gotta there's, be it's gotta be ravenclaw he's this is if there's anyone who values, wisdom over anyone, it's Yoda. Like everything he says is like a, a quote you could put on like a bumper sticker Right, or right. Yeah, like, you know? yeah
1: it, he just speaks in wisdom. Right, that's basically that, it. That, that is that is his language of choice. Um, yeah, and I, I think that this is like sort of what almost makes Yoda even stand out to me amongst the council in a way that I think we can come back to later where mm. I do think that um, to appreciate facts and information is being willing to reconsider your views on things when given new facts and information and i think that this is maybe like what yoda does have in a greater capacity than it felt like the rest of the jedi council yeah you know like was bringing to the table which was much more like we need to stick to our old ways yeah and it's like the blindly sticking to an approach is is not
0: wisdom I agree. Although I do feel, yeah, I mean, almost anytime time they present him with a problem, he's like, "I just need to think about it."
1: Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yes. I, let me let me give that a, a fierce ponder. Let me give that a
0: fierce meditation, aggressive meditation. Yes. Anyway, cat, tell us how many people voted Ravenclaw.
2: It was an overwhelming majority. It was seventy-nine uh, percent Ravenclaw. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. No um, doubt. Yeah, eleven uh, percent Hufflepuff was number two. Mm-hmm. Okay, six um, percent Gryffindor and two percent Slytherin. I think I'm wondering if somebody just voted for Slytherin for all of them. For all of them, they're
1: not gonna be wrong some of the time. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Eventually, have yeah. To eventually, someone will be Slytherin.
2: Yeah, I'm just I'm wondering if it's the same person that's voting for the one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it feels yeah. likely, or but maybe different. maybe they're just like a, a they're a strong Slytherin and they just want to recruit everybody. There you yeah. go. You know, it's like because these are all great characters, so it's like yeah, I want them on my team,
2: right? What house would Luke Skywalker be in?
0: The man, the myth, the legend, Luke Skywalker. This one, I feel, like, I feel like I came across this line a lot in Star Wars because for me, it was definitely not Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff for Luke because I feel like one, Hufflepuff wise, he totally abandons the Jedi Order at some point. And I was like, that doesn't seem very loyal. Uh, and then Ravenclaw wise, like he's just always the one learning. Like he, like all of his wisdom is just like, here's why the Jedi are corrupted. They don't own the force. And I was like, okay, Luke, let's just, let's just pump the brakes. A little
1: he, yeah. Luke, Luke, I think is very like, yeah. I wrote like uh, rash, impatient, impulsive, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, cocky.
0: Yeah. But also, don't get
1: cocky kid. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah well, I was
0: like, that line in particular is like, what cockiness, what a Gryffindor. Oh, I know, <laughs> yeah. I know, I
1: know. Yeah, social resort real quick. I think, well, okay.
0: I yeah. Mean, yeah,
1: all right. All right. Yeah. That three, two, one.
0: Yeah, I went Gryffindor. Gryffindor had to, but I was I went a li- I was like thinking a little Slytherin as well. I was like, it's not not ambitious to want to blow up the Death Star, and you know. But ultimately, I feel like mostly he. It's not a He doesn't have like a lot of shrewdness going about him. You know, Luke relies way more on instinct than he does like the
1: numbers. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that he's really putting it together. And and the thing is, is that like if he had. Every single day of his life, like, wanted to eventually, like, be the one to, like, take down the Death Star, then I think you could probably make more of that argument. Right. But, like, realistically, I mean, over the course of what seems like one day. One day. He goes from wanting to go pick up power converters yeah. to... Literally piloting, you know, yeah. the canyon of the Death Star. Right. In one day, he learns about the Death Star and blows it up. <laughs> right. So, I mean, like, the Death Star really didn't stand a chance the day that he <laughs> yeah, right. he got Whoops. that newspaper. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that that's the big thing to me about Luke, though, is that it seems like he is the type of person who, if, like, things are going well, then his opinion is that, like, things will always be going well. And if things are going poorly, then he's like, things will always be going poorly. And right. so he just sort of, like, follows whatever trajectory he's currently on.
0: That's why I think what makes Return of the Jedi so good is because he is, like, really in between trajectories
1: right and, yeah. and they did the star wars thing where they like you know they had him dressed like in all black right. the whole time which is sort of like you know and he's, he's got like some new powers and it does seem like he's like a little bit more edgy and he's like a little more willing to like use the mind tricks and stuff mm-hmm. um and so it, it is sort of that toss-up you know is is he his father's son um but yeah i think i think there can be no doubt yeah i think Gryffindor. How'd we
2: do? Gryffindor had 72%, and then Hufflepuff and Slytherin were actually split down the middle at 14%.
1: So no
0: one thinks he's very wise. Yeah,
2: there was 0% Ravenclaw. <laughs> 0% yeah. Raven Zero. Claw. Wow. Is yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't
0: think so. Yep. That's surprising, because he's eventually, like, the Jedi Master. Like, if you watch, like, Luke in The Mandalorian teaching Grogu, it would be like, oh, yeah, so wise. No. Those, these things? No? You don't I, think so? Not at all. I, you know, well, I have actually, no
1: faith in him.
0: No. <laughs> actually, you're right. Even the, like, you must choose this way, and it's like, what do you mean choosing? You're giving Grogu absolute choices here. All right. Those are Sith. Those are Sith
1: words. Wow. Yeah. Well, only Sith stealing absolutes. Exactly. Mm. Luke. No wonder he got bravery.
2: <laughs> what house would Mace Windu be in? Oh, oh boy. Man.
0: All right. Mace Windu. He's a tricky one. You don't get a lot of screen time with Mace Windu. You don't. You don't.
1: I don't know if I was on the fence with him. I just don't know if I have like that great of an argument for it. I had.
0: I had one single. Like he has one very important take at one point, and I was like, "That's pretty much it. That's the writing on the wall." Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: So. So. Are you sword? ready? Yeah. yeah. All right. Three. Two. One. Slytherin. Slytherin. For sure.
0: Here's why, here's the basic reasoning. It all comes down to, for me, the moment when they confront Palpatine, he wins the duel, he's got him on the edge. Anakin's like begging him not to kill him. And Mace Windu is basically doing the thing that all the villains always do, where he's like, it's for the greater good.
1: Oh, sure. And he's just
0: like, we must kill him right now. And Anakin's like, don't do that. And that's not the Jedi way. And he's like, I'm gonna do it. And to me, like that, that, as far as Harry Potter is concerned, for the greater good is, like, always the Slytherin move. It, so, right, I that's mean, where I went.
1: Yes, but it also goes to show that, like, this is somebody who, like, vehemently sticks to these, like, possibly outdated teachings. But then yeah. also, when push comes to shove, is, like, going to do what he thinks is best. Right. And it's, like, that's a very not-practice-what-you-preach type of, like, approach Two things. Right. Um, but,
0: which ironically is basically what Palpatine's argument for why the Jedi are need to be taken down is.
1: <laughs> sure. Well, I yeah. mean, yeah, so that's that's the thing, is that like, you know, you see Palpatine as evil, and then it's easy to then assume that the Jedi are good in the prequels, especially. And it's like, Palpatine is absolutely evil. Absolutely. There's no question about that. Uh, he's just pure evil. Um, but it doesn't necessarily mean that the opposite of him in this particular case is pure good. And that's always been sort of my take about the Jedi council is that they are not pure good. And I do think that Mace Windu has a certain amount of like arrogance within his position. Like, I think that like the fact that he gets to like hold this like leadership role yeah, is something even within that- within the council. Right, Is like yeah. something that he then values in a way that again, in the same way that like I don't think a Jedi should like see another as brotherhood, at least based on those early teachings. Um, it does feel like he is like a little too glad to have that power. Sure, um, and I do not think that he is like Yoda in that he would be more willing to be flexible if given like information that might contradict contradict what he already knows.
0: Right, I agree with that. He's that and he's also a little bit quicker to action than Yoda. Like, sure, he, he's like, he's. Quick with a lightsaber. Right. So, although Yoda,
1: Yoda does have the advantage of living for like, you know, nine centuries. So,
0: well, you know, you got to This is the hand we're dealt, with and they sort them at 11. So, yep, there Whatever. you go.
2: All right. So, while I would agree with y'all's assessment, the patrons Ugh. just barely voted for Ravenclaw. It was really close no! amongst all of them. So, it was uh, Ravenclaw was 30 or 31%. Wow, um, nice. Gryffindor and Slytherin were actually split at 26%. And then Hufflepuff was 16%. So it really wasn't a huge difference between all four wow, of them. So
1: man. People were stumped so people were on Yeah, people were very on the old Yeah,
2: mace. very hot stalled on mace. Well, me. But I, I agree with y'all's assessment on that. So all
0: right. Well, but. obviously you guys were all wrong. Neither of us get a point. But you <laughs> know, let us know how correct you now think that we were in the comments down below.
2: What house would Qui Gon Jin be in?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's another tricky one. Another tricky one, to be sure. But there, I think I have a pretty compelling case for my particular choice. So, um, you know, I'm ready if you are.
1: Oh, man. Oh, no,
0: it sounds like you were quite stumped on an old, old Quagster. Quagster? Qu- the quag sir. He doesn't have a good name-able <laughs> Qu- name. Quigley. Qu- Quigley.
1: Good old Quigley. I would probably call him Quigley. <laughs> Quigley. Um, well, Quigs, let's think. I mean... ah. Uh, I always felt like Qui-Gon definitely has, like, a very, very, very unique, especially for the times that he exists in, his approach to Jediing, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. the career path, right. is very unique. Yeah. It's very different. It's, he, he is, like, walking to the beat of his own drum, for so sure. to speak. Yeah. He's also insanely powerful, lots of wisdom. Yeah. So. He's, like, the first
0: one to figure out the, like, Force ghost thing. Yes. Which is pretty good so it's yeah. like maybe there was some something to it <laughs> right <laughs> to the way you were thinking right yeah
1: okay well so <sighs> all right you ready yeah all right three two one slitherin oh uh, see that's what the uh, yeah okay
0: here's the thing okay here's, here's the laid out for me all right all right because i said he is at least ambitious in terms of going against basically the entire jedi order like yes. it is that that's a lot to overcome, which you could also see as courage. So I could I could see that if you want to vote Gryffindor. This is why it's such a thin line between Slytherin and Gryffindor and why they're always either such great friends or such great enemies.
1: But- um, It's probably because, yeah, it's like, it's you're, like you're, are you doing it yeah, for yourself or are you doing it for- Right, it's like, you could see how they would be real good buds and also why they might not be.
0: But I think that's pretty ambitious. But I also think um, he's pretty cunning. Like he's tricky. Like he straight up is like, like he manipulates that dice roll in order to, win Anakin from Watto. And I think he is pretty shrewd and just knowing like the absolute that Anakin is going to win the race regardless. Like maybe that maybe that's faith rather than shrewdness, but that's how I'm interpreting it. So he is, I think he is tricky. I think he, he's also ambitious. Like he goes after Darth Maul solo, despite Obi-Wan being right there. Like he does not wait for the backup or try and stall the fight at all. He's just like, I'm going in against Maul. I
1: think all of these are very fair. I, I think probably the big thing that like i viewed with qui-gon is is sort of again that that like idea that he is letting the information guide him Mm -hmm. and not be restricted by
0: he has like an unconventional wisdom about him he
1: does Yeah. yeah and and i suppose that like where i would see the slytherin is that like it's not like his own like fame and fortune or power that i feel like he is ever after like i've never gotten the sense that like what he is attempting to do is like become the new leader of Of the Jedi Council, or to like to find, you know, the chosen one in the name of then having power over the chosen one because he discovered him or something. I think he's
0: just like, I found the chosen one and like I'm willing to pursue it. Kat, how we do?
2: All right. So this was another very, very, very close one. Was it between the two? And just barely. Hufflepuff one. Yeah, what? what? The puffs? Quiet Hufflepuff. On? Are yeah. you kidding me? I'm not. Hufflepuff? I
0: disagree.
2: <laughs> Hufflepuff had 31%. Ravenclaw had 28%. Okay. Gryffindor had 26%. And Slytherin had 14%. You're,
0: you're all ridiculous. <laughs> so. He cheats the dice, guys. He lies. He's. Oh. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Let me know. Let me know. Let me know I'm, if I I've curious, swayed you.
1: I am curious about the the Hufflepuff nature of it. Like, yeah, like what what is the argument there? Because, yeah. like, I don't know that he necessarily has like loyalty <clears throat> to the Jedi. The Jedi,
0: maybe loyalty to the prophecy or to Anakin. I guess. Like, what is extra
1: hardworking about Qui Gon? I don't. Know. Like, I don't know. I mean, he has like. Like, once he, like, commits to something, he, like, sticks to it. You know, it's sort of like, I I told you I would train you, and I will. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know where you guys are coming from for the Hufflepuff one. I just can't see it. I'm I'm a little blindsided by that. Yeah. All right. All right. right. What did you
2: think, Kat? Um, I would go with Ravenclaw, probably. Okay. 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 All right.
1: Well,
0: I I was way wrong on (laughs) this one. That's okay.
2: (laughs) What house would Anakin Skywalker be in?
0: Mm -hmm. Anakin Uh,
2: specifically.
1: This one.
0: Yeah, yeah, not Darth Vader. Not
2: Darth Vader,
1: Anakin Skywalker.
0: Definitely different characters.
1: Yes. Definitely different characters. This, I thought, was interesting. I feel like I'm very curious to see Mm -hmm. how this shakes out uh, in terms of... I got it.
0: I think. I mean, I feel pretty confident about my choice.
1: Okay, yeah. all right, all right, ready? Yeah. Three, two.
0: Oh, I went, I went Gryffindor. I went
1: Puff. Now look, look, if you watch the Clone
0: Wars, there is not a more arrogant character ever than Anakin. And, and if I may, he's the chosen one. But I am the chosen one. No, <laughs> I'm the chosen one. <laughs> but I am the chosen one. If they, Anakin is the Harry Potter of the show, of the series. Is what I think. I think uh, he's definitely leads with his instincts at all times. I hate it when he does that. Very arrogant with good cause. Cause he basically never loses. Well, so ever. yeah.
1: Is it arrogance if it's not backed up? What? Is it arrogance if he's not backed up or is he just confident? I think it is both. Okay. I think it is both. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. so my big thing about Anakin, and this is like where I feel like it is, I feel like the primary driving forces behind Anakin as a human being is huh, I'm a human what, I'm a person and my name, <laughs> name is Anakin, Anakin. <laughs> um, is that he is a young boy who is immediately like willing to be like friendly and uh, helpful to others. He immediately is like willing to like try to basically go and do an incredibly dangerous thing in the name of good. What? I think You're the just primary, describing Harry still, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I think the reason that he it's like his love for his mother that I think is like part of like what drives him, mm-hmm. which is very like familial, very yeah. like loyalty. I mean, it's- everything,
0: yeah. A lot of it is out of like love for his mom and love for Padme. For yes, sure. and,
1: and yeah. that's the big thing is that like, really what I think happens to Anakin is that you could blame a lot of his turn on, on the Jedi Council because like, they literally take things <clears throat> that are strengths about him, like his ability to love and care for others and yeah. fear for them and turn that into and make him believe that they are like weaknesses. Yeah. So he's then like fighting against his own good instincts along the way in terms of like how he is like able to like press forth with things. I
0: still feel like you're just describing Harry, but instead of having Dumbledore that had the council where Dumbledore is like all those things, those are your strengths no matter what, Harry. And the Jedi council is like, those things that make you strong, forget it, you're weak. No. And this is the difference.
1: Yeah, but it's just like, it's like, but I don't know, even in like, you know, his like relationship with Obi-Wan, it's like, he's got like, yeah, it's the same thing. He's got like a brother, you know, it's very like familial. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like very wholesome when it comes down to it. Like Anakin's driving forces. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Like once he goes into battle, he's like an incredibly, like he's like Cormac McLagan. You know? <laughs> like if anything, I would say he's like the exact opposite of Harry when it comes to confidence. Harry has no confidence <laughs> yeah. in himself whatsoever. Right. Um... <laughs> So, Anakin's like, let
0: me turn this whole battle around. Like, you have no odds. Like, never tell me
1: the odds. Yeah, yeah. I make yeah. my own odds. Classic, yeah. classic. Anyway, classic I, I I loved this though because when I when I first set out, I was like, okay, it feels like feels like Gryffindor, Slytherin, or something like that. But if you take the Darth Vaderness out of it, like even the fact that he ultimately chooses the power at the end, he chooses the power to save Padme. Like. Right. You know, to like, his shift to the dark side. In it's his like, mind. <laughs> he's not doing it for power. And then he's also, like, just put through the literal ringer when it comes to all the things that he cares about in the world, then becoming bad. Yeah. So...
0: Anyway, all right, Kat, tell me how right I was.
2: So the overwhelming majority was actually Slytherin, and I would agree with the patrons, personally. What? What? Well, you guys kept saying, like, the familial part of it, and I think one of the core tenets of Slytherin is, like, is the value of family. That
0: I everyone is sorting him based on Slytherin. Vader, is I, what I'm hearing. I
1: suppose And I also think I would I,
2: it's the wrong way
1: though, because I think that like like Malfoy, for example, has that huge like heritage problem, which is extremely familial, yeah. but it's like he thinks he is important because of where he came from. Yeah. And I don't think that Anakin necessarily has that. It's like he okay, is yeah, like he's driving on behalf of like what he wants going forth.
2: Yeah. I would say, I would say little Anakin to me is also, I would think, very ambitious in terms of, like, wanting to, like, win the pod races and, like, do all these things that he probably, like, shouldn't want to do, which is maybe a little Gryffindor. I definitely think, like, Clone Wars Anakin is very Gryffindor. Like, very brash, very brave. But I think, I think um, episode three, what is it, Revenge of the Sith, I think he... Is more Slytherin ish. I think he is more on the ambitious side. I think he's more it's like everything he's leader a good
0: section of the yeah, that's
2: one. I mean, fair. there, there yeah. is that, but yeah, it's. I think and his that, motivation like, is more like power oriented,
1: like, but that's. To, I would say if you were to start like with the pod race, for example, it's like it's not like he wants to win so that he can like make a whole bunch of money or so that he can be famous or so that he can like gain right. power. It's like he's. It's like he has a very unique ability, and it's almost like—I mean, there's there's definitely that Gryffindor, like I think I can do this, like, right? You know, like let me—he
0: wants to enter the pod race regardless of whether or not like freedom is
1: on the line. I guess that's fair. You know, I guess that's fair. Yeah. but it's like because he wants to—he he he just, just wants to win. He wants to free. Feels it? pretty
0: Gryffindory to me. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I'm so... the only human that can do it you now.
2: Yeah, but the percentages on that were Slytherin at 79, Hufflepuff at two. Ravenclaw at zero and Gryffindor at 18. Hufflepuff mm-hmm. was
1: at two. Wow. Yep. So, I mean, I know, yeah. no, absolutely no support. I've been so there. Was I've been support the there. No support, No support order. at all. <laughs> I feel good about it. I
2: feel, I feel, feel good about, about it. it. What house would Ray be in? Which one feels so
0: easy to me? I don't know. What, did, were you on the fence? I wasn't on the fence, you but the fence? like, I'm based I'm on I'm how been, this is going, I'm not feeling good. <laughs> i not good. Who knows? Yeah. All right. You ready? Three, yeah. two, one. Hufflepuff. It feels like it has, has to, be to be Hufflepuff. Has to be Hufflepuff. I mean, she gets a yellow lightsaber at the end, you guys. A yellow lightsaber. <laughs> well, if also, if that doesn't, if, that does it, if that's not it. Ray's whole life is basically defined by hard work and loyalty as far as I'm concerned. Like she is extreme, like her whole childhood, she's just working as, like she has to go do the scavenging thing like every single day, no matter what. To survive, To yeah. survive, like that's a lot of hard work. And then as soon as she's doing the Jedi training, Basically the same thing. No one's even making her run that course at the beginning of episode nine. She's just doing it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Then And like when she goes to like Luke, she's like nonstop trying to wear him down. Like, please train me. I, me, I want to do the work. And then as far as loyalty is concerned, like you can see, she's like marking on the wall every single day. Like she remains loyal to her parents even though they have successfully abandoned her for like 12 years.
1: Yes. You and know? the other thing too though is that like despite all of this, I think that she sees nothing but the good in everybody. Right. So it's like she meets Han Solo who is like, you know, Han is like a, like a good person, but it, in the situation, he's not like at his best. Mm-hmm. And it's still like she sees the best in him. Same with uh, like Kylo Ren Ben Solo. It's oh like, yeah. You know, it's like she is like she, she like
0: never loses faith in Ben Solo.
1: Right. It's like yeah. she sees the good in there, and it's sort of like I know it's there, and therefore right. like we we push for that.
0: Right. Um, but so even I, then, like in uh, Return of what um, what Last Jedi, like Kylo Ren offers her the hand, and she's like really considering it. But at the end of the day, she like remains loyal to the Resistance. To the yeah to yeah. what
1: to what she signed up for. So, yeah. and I also think that she is the Jedi and the main character who has the least amount of pull to the dark side, like. They gave us the dark ray in like the trailers, which I almost it's like,
0: like. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like she has the fear of it, but I don't think she's tempted by it at all. The same way like Luke or Anakin were. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I really hope it's Hufflepuff. It's, it's not. not sure. It's Gryffindor.
2: So it was say. split almost down the middle.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: And I agree that Hufflepuff is probably the correct answer. Oh, no. However, the patrons said Gryffindor. Oh man. I mean, I was, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I Gryffindor mean, was 45 and Hufflepuff was 38. So almost, so almost. close. Yeah, she's there close. was like a difference of three mm. people.
1: She's The thing is though, is that- But I like, agree with y'all. She, I mean, she's not not brave. Like I I will, no absolutely, I will absolutely give that. But like, even at the end, it's almost like, I feel like when she like picks up the lightsaber, it's like, it's- not just like pure bravery. I think it's pure goodness. Right. You know, it's like mm-hmm. it's like th- this is this is my only option. Like this is what I what I have to do. Yep. I have to try. I have to try. So. Ugh. All right. All well, right. I thought, I was like Ray. <laughs> lock I'm <so> loaded.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yellow lightsaber, guys. Come on. Yeah.
1: Come on, Quizmaster. Rethink note, it. I'm just. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to. I'm just gonna. have oh. to. You know what I mean?
0: Like. Okay. Wow. And he's off.
1: Hello and welcome, everybody! Yeah, no, it's raining. Ha. Foiled by being inside. Anyway, welcome <laughs> to the Sandy Crew! And as ever, I like to use these little, you know, walks of hours to tell you about today's sponsor, which is Honey. Guys, there are certain things that you, of course, want to buy in person. Like, you want to see the thing feel the thing. But in other cases, it's just so convenient to be able to find exactly what you're looking for online and therefore buy it online. And so I end up doing a lot of online shopping. But we all know when we get to that checkout screen and there's that little box that says, hey, do you have a promo code? And you're like, no, but good to know that there was one and I didn't know the secret password. So now, as a result, I have to pay full price. Which at that point, it doesn't even feel like just full price anymore. It feels like there was a discount available. So now it's like more price. And next week, I am going to the beach with my family, which I am so excited about. And in advance of that, I was trying to get ready. So I introduced my daughter Addison to a kiddie pool, where I discovered that the thing that makes diapers work also works when they're put inside of a pool. The diaper weighed like 13 pounds, people. For clarity, diapers are able to, you know, obviously absorb moisture and the kiddie pool is moisture. It was this point that my wife explained to me that there was such a thing called swim diapers, which make a massive, really big, huge difference. And I am now the proud owner of. And I have to tell you, I was excited enough just to discover that this product even exists. But then when I was at the checkout and Honey saved me 20%, I was all the happier. This was one of those moments where I was like, it didn't even occur to me that savings could be in play. I didn't even know this product existed, but boom, Now I've got it and I'm saving money. Also, Honey doesn't just work on PC. It works on your iPhone too. Just simply activate it in Safari on your iPhone and boom, you're saving money. Also, in case you don't already have it, you could just literally be missing out on free savings and by downloading it, you'll actually be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show in the process. If you would like to get it, it is absolutely free and you can do so at joinhoney.com slash J versus B. Guys, I highly recommend it. I use it all the time and it is absolutely free. If you would like to sign up for yourself, you can do so at joinhoney.com slash j versus b again it is totally free at joinhoney.com slash j versus b link is in the description down below
0: well guys i guess while i'm waiting i'll tell you about today's other sponsor Native! Let me just say, Native is a sponsor I really respect because of the true thoughtfulness they put into all of their products. They truly understand that what goes into a product is just as important as the product itself, and the proof is their brand new plastic-free packaging for their deodorant. Like, every time you buy a stick of deodorant in this packaging instead of regular plastic packaging, you are saving 37 grams of plastic. Plus, the company is a proud partner of 1% for the planet, meaning they're committing 1% of every sale of a plastic-free deodorant to a nonprofit supporting the environment. The deodorant is aluminum and paraben-free and kills odor-causing bacteria and will keep you smelling fresh 24 hours a day. And you can choose from 10 scents, including their classic coconut and vanilla, sensitive formulas that are formulated without baking soda, and even unscented. Mmm, can't you just not smell it? And you can have peace of mind knowing that you're supporting a company that is doing their part to help planet Earth. If you're ready to try plastic-free deodorant, you can head over to Nate nativedeo.com slash jverseb or just use promo code jverseb at checkout to get 20% off your first order. Again, that is nativedeo.com slash or use promo code jverseb at checkout for 20% off your first order. Link is in the description down below. i back. Oh, welcome back. Did you have a good trip? Absolutely. Yeah, where'd you go? Somewhere far, far away?
2: Oh, I seriously what you did it. that was so good! Uh, what house would Leia Skywalker be
0: in? Alright, I'm feel- I'm starting to feel very unconfident with my choices. Yeah. But I felt yeah. so confident about this because I don't see any way around it. I don't see any way around it. Well I didn't even have to waver.
1: Okay. Alright, yeah. well you wanna go for it? All yeah. Right. Three, two, one.
0: Slytherin.
1: Slytherin!
0: Absolutely! Absolutely Slytherin. If you think look, okay. First Slytherin. of all Slytherin! I don't look. First of all, she's already like holds a position of power. Like, in terms of being, like, a princess and a senator and stuff. Sure. So there's that. Okay. Not that she's, like, necessarily power-hungry or anything. Or that's even, like, a traitor of far. But, first of all, her she is the leader of the rebellion. Which, like, let's be real. Is, like, 100 people big against the entire galaxy-wide empire. And she believes they could win. And that's pretty ambitious. Like, that is huge ambition, right? That's crazy to even go after it. Second of all, when you have those low kind of odds like that, the only way, your only way to win at all is by being cunning. There's no situation where you just walk up to the battle in a regular way and expect to come out victorious. Like, every single thing has to be a trick play all the time. That's basically what they're always doing. And third, as far as, like, shrewdnesses, like, that's, like, the conversation she has with Poe after they'd blow up the dreadnought. She's just like, yeah, you got that. But how stupid was that? Cause now we don't have any numbers. Like she knows, like, that's how she, that's why she's a good general. Cause she knows like, here's, I have all the cunning to back it up and the shrewdness to know that it's gonna succeed. So. That's that's my argument for Slytherin with Leia.
1: Or she has all the wisdom mm-hmm. to make smart plays in the yeah. field of battle, and yeah. she is able to look past, like, heroic glory and see it for what it is, which yeah. is a loss in numbers. I'm not saying she's doing anything for heroic glory. No, I know, but yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying with Poe. It's like, yeah. you know, she might be able to look back, like, it, that's the type of thing where it's like the like the very like yeehaw mentality. It's like, whoa, do you see what I did? That was so cool. And it's like, yeah, it was cool, but it didn't help us. Yeah, like, yeah, it's it's like celebrating preemptively and getting a flag thrown in football. Right. Well,
0: I think that's what she was saying. She was like, "This is." She knew that's what was going to happen. I don't think she thought Poe would be unsuccessful. sure blowing up she's just like i don't think we should do that because we're not going to win any other battles this way
1: okay so here's what i wrote down for leia she is fair wise a leader patient careful cool-headed she loves and she's brave Mm -hmm. um and i feel like it was very much the uh like patience careful and cool-headedness uh that i felt like very much like contribute to this idea of like she is, she's like remaining calm. And when I think you have a strategy, it makes it so much easier to remain calm because you are like making your decisions based on data, based on being informed. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that like, I just don't see it again. Cause I think that, like that idea of, it is ambitious to say like, Hey, we got this like little ragtag team. Like, can we go and win? Right, right. But like, how often do we associate like the ragtag characters with like ambition? I think it's still pretty ambitious to go up against the moon-sized planet destroying
0: Death Star with like twenty X-Wings. I mean <laughs> like, we got this. We can do it. Now, but, to be fair, but, like, their like, backs were against the wall. It's like
1: they did they couldn't do nothing. They couldn't do nothing, but also like like they're they have the plans. Like mm-hmm. they have something that tells them it's not just sort of like Man, they got a huge ship and we got twenty small ones. Like, let's see if we can make a dent. Right. It's like they know how to hit it. Yeah. You know, so it's like a very like informed approach. Right.
0: Okay. Tell me how wrong I am. I know no one voted for Leia to be in Slytherin.
2: Yes, was. Ravenclaw. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jay. Yeah, yeah um Slytherin was down at uh nine point three percent with mm-hmm. the lowest. Um no, Ravenclaw I mean, had thirty-nine point five three. Crazy. Um, Hufflepuff was actually next with 34. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not And a Gryffindor high. was 16. Um, what house would Ahsoka Tano be in? <sighs> Ahsoka. So difficult.
1: So difficult. This is, Ahsoka is difficult because I feel like. I feel what? What do we end up sorting Qui-Gon into? How did How did Qui-Gon go? I I went Ravenclaw. Like, he did go Ravenclaw. Yeah. Okay. No,
2: uh, Qui-Gon went Hufflepuff. Oh. Oh no. Oh, that doesn't support my argument okay. at all. Okay.
1: <laughs> yes. <yeah, so>
2: by the
0: <laughs> you're that's... going. You're going Ravenclaw. That wasn't even where I was on the fence with.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: Really? I'm. A, I'm. A, I was between Gryffindor and Hufflepuff, and I think I'm still. I'm going to decide in the moment where we go on this one. Yeah. What'd yeah. You, you got? Oh boy. I felt like. I, it's there's it's it's because i feel like I, I was leading so heavily that anakin was a gryffindor and she picks up so many traits from anakin oh, so she's got like a lot of the <laughs> she's got, like, like a lot of the arrogance like we can do this like let's do something crazy but um, so the
1: thing that i think this is why like i very much would compare ahsoka as a character to qui-gon as a character because i do think that she sort of like uh deviates from the pre-established mold Mm -hmm. and is sort of like making decisions based on like what she thinks is right yeah the idea of doing the right thing could be a gryffindor characteristic it could be a hufflepuff characteristic um but she also does seem calculating and careful and maybe like especially like once you meet her later in the series yeah um or like even like where she picks up in mandalorian it feels like she maybe she's giving got like a little bit of that like yoda quality about her which is not to say that she like well this is, is the a thing rash. like ahsoka has like a very long
0: character arc where you meet her as a padawan and then she abandons the jedi order and then she comes back and she's like one of the more powerful characters in the galaxy because she's like been trained by Darth vader
1: basically right yes and has
0: like lived through the entire clone wars and you know gone through everything she's gone through <sighs> I'm just gonna go
1: over wow. the door. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, we I, I need to know, <clears throat> what is it? Did you vote? I did vote. I
2: I did vote. I didn't oh, okay, vote. great. I just went very early. Okay, got it. Um, so she is Gryffindor. <coughs> oh. oh my gosh. Yeah, so we I still have... almost
0: put it in the Hufflepuff. God. Yeah,
2: it was really close to Hufflepuff. So okay. Gryffindor was 47, Hufflepuff was 23, mm-hmm. Slytherin was 21, and Ravenclaw was seven. Oh what?
0: man. See, yeah, this is how I felt last time. Man. So but like as far as the Hufflepuff one goes, it was like part of me was like, like she remains loyal to like. I think it's the same problem. It's like the jedi, the same problem that Anakin has. Like the Jedi Council basically, like, lo- like, abandons her. Like, uh-huh. like she's been loyal to them forever, and they like are like, nope. We think you did this terrible thing, and they're like, whoops, sorry. Want to come back? And she's like, no. Are you kidding me? But like, I think she remains loyal to like what they, what like the Jedi should stand for, but not like what like they presently stand for. But effectively stops calling herself a Jedi at all. But even then, she remains loyal, I think, to, like, Anakin. Like, when you see the big, like, Ahsoka-Darth Vader showdown in Clone Wars, she's, like, still, like, I- I'm doing this for him, and, like, if I can save you, I will sort of thing. Okay. Even though, like, okay. he's, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't know until that moment that it's officially Anakin who's Darth Vader. But,
1: well, anyway. I guess I'm wrong. I guess I'm wrong. Here we go.
2: Next one. What house would Kanan Jarrus be in?
1: This one I feel like is so difficult. I had. Th- I would yeah. say this was the one I had the most difficult... The, the most difficulty placing. I you put know? it in Ravenclaw. Man. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I don't know. I was really torn between two. I was torn between Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff. Oh, and interesting. And I feel like it was...
0: The only like, thing I thought he... Yeah, I was between Ravenclaw, Hufflepuff, and Gryffindor. I was like, the only thing he's definitely not is Slytherin. Because if Kanan's anything in Rebels, it's the victim of
1: everyone else's cuttingness all the time. Sure, <laughs> yeah. sure. I feel like he second guesses <clears throat> himself a lot. Yes. You know, like, he, he is, like, very gifted. He's, like, very skilled. But, like, he is constantly struggling with self-doubt. He is yeah. still wearing, like, the burden of, like, Order 66. Well, because he's, like... He, like, he is now has the burden of training Ezra. But he
0: was not fully trained himself so yeah there's tons of self-doubt right. with Canaan. but even that like is a certain kind of like wisdom like um thinking like he like it's because he's second i don't know i feel like he very much still has to be the voice of reason and wisdom for ezra even though he doesn't isn't fully trained and he does a pretty good job right so it's like right. he has good instincts with his wisdom he just doesn't trust it is the problem
1: sure And and yeah, yeah maybe maybe that's that's like what makes it so, makes it so tricky. The other thing too, is that he is literally like, you meet him as part of the most basic early form of the rebellion that there is. Right. So he is like one of the founding members of the people who basically sacrificed what their life could be in order to like, I mean, it's a different version of the greater good, I guess, if you want to look at it that way. But like, he definitely like has, has put the cause as, as everybody, you know, on the ship has put the cause before themselves. Right. Um, but I suppose you could be doing that for a variety of different reasons. I'm gonna go Ravenclaw. Okay.
2: <clears throat> okay, so you both went Ravenclaw, we yep. is that correct? Okay, yes. the uh, Quizmasters voted for a Hufflepuff. Interesting. <laughs> Ravenclaw was actually the last one. So Hufflepuff, no, was-, the yeah. last one. Hufflepuff was 34. Slytherin was twenty-nine. Slytherin! I know. Uh weird. Gryffindor was so twenty-four green. and Ravenclaw was twelve. So they're all like fairly close. No, man, man, no, I feel
0: like he he We're in too deep, man.
2: He's not even I know we are. We are. He's not even like
1: the leader of the rebels when you meet them. Yeah. You know, like so like I don't I don't know where like such a high Slytherin vote comes from.
0: Yeah. Um I don't feel like he's like super ambitious. You're right, he's constantly self-doubt. I feel like the fact that he's self-doubting is because like, he values the Jedi wisdom and he just doesn't think he has it. It's like, that's what he wishes he could possess to pass on.
1: Right. But so yeah. like, that would be in my mind, like the exact opposite of either, if you wanted to use Anakin and Ahsoka as yeah. options, which would be like people who are like extremely confident. In their yeah, abilities. absolutely. Um, Sometimes to a fault. Sometimes, man. All right, all right, all right. Last mm-hmm. one. Uh, we're gonna need people to retake it now that you've seen the video, and we're gonna re corroborate
0: that. Right. The, we'll put, I... We're gonna put a link. Take the survey again. We need we in need the your description. feedback.
1: We yeah. need your. I, I want to know.
0: I want to know. know. Open it up
2: to everyone, not just quiz masters. Yeah. Alrighty, last one. What house would Ezra Bridger be in?
0: that was quick <laughs> i was also going to slytherin and gryffindor okay well, so, that. this is very much this is a very much like on the line and it's, here's the thing is what i thought is that like ezra is extremely cunning like every plan he comes up with involves like a trick play sure. like everything he does is just like catch him off guard whatever he's also going up against like thrawn half the time or vader or maul or whoever and he's like always pretty much is just in it to win it. It's never like flee. It's just like, I can do this. I'm gonna jump in. I can
1: win this fight, even though a lot of times I super can't. Um. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, but that was my thing too, is that like, I, he absolutely has, um, like, uh, I think he has arrogance, but it feels like arrogance that would fall under that Gryffindor um, umbrella of like, yeah, like I learned is, something, like now I can do it. There's like, like such a
0: thin line between like arrogance and ambition is what I feel like I'm learning.
1: I know, I know, yeah. That's, it's definitely that. But like, yeah, he's, <clears throat> He's very confident in his own abilities. But I also don't feel like he's ever doing anything that is, like, with intent to harm anyone else. Yeah. It's, like, everything that he's doing all the time is always, like, he's always trying to do the right thing. It's just his methods are always, like, a little haphazard. Right. You know? For sure. Like, he's definitely, like, a little too...
0: Well, the plot of every single episode of Rebels ever is, here's a thing we need to go do. Here's the plan. Plan immediately goes wrong. Ezra has to think on his feet to fix it. Sure. And I feel like that that just feels very cunning to me. I don't know. Okay. Well, someone may make the yeah, argument. I, mean, I, I don't think people are going to have board. said... I don't think people are going to have said Slytherin. What, right? what do we got? What we got? So Gryffindor
2: and Slytherin were pretty close, but the winner was Hufflepuff. Yeah, <laughs> what?
0: Hufflepuff. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I guess like maybe if you like, I don't understand it. I don't. I mean, yeah,
2: Hufflepuff was forty-one percent. Slytherin was the next one at twenty-nine, and Gryffindor was uh, nineteen, so- and then Ravenclaw was nine.
0: Okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah, really. No one, not no really one is accusing cool. Ezra of uh, wisdom. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: that,
1: at least I got that. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> In spades. In spades. Yeah. Oh
0: man, I don't know.
1: I, I mean, I suppose there, there's that like portion of it. Yeah, like that's like what I said. Like wants to do like what's right. Yeah. Um, which, but uh, I suppose like, there's
0: like extreme loyalty to like Kanan and the rebellion and Lethal and stuff like that. But <sighs> I don't know. I don't know.
2: Maybe I'd next like, time we <clears> send these surveys out to everyone. So we get more than 40 responses.
1: Bigger sample Get <laughs> a bigger sample size. <laughs> I, bigger sample size. <laughs> I am dying to know. I am dying to know. Maybe, yeah. Uh, I wish that there was a way we could have more results back sooner, but, but here's what yeah. we're going to do. Okay. You
0: guys vote again
1: down in the description. And if we've helped
0: sway your opinion on any of the characters, we will come back. We will compare the results and see where we swayed you. And we will post it on the community tab. There in a you couple go. Of weeks. There we go.
1: Because so. data, apparently <laughs> Because data. Because apparently we're thinking like Ravenclaws today. <laughs> apparently. <you> know, <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't believe. I can't believe how badly we did. So did I win? I think you yeah. Uh, I mean, Take
0: they, 20. 20. Honestly, really take it. I will. <laughs> I will. I'm not even
1: bummed today. <laughs> I, I, oh um, my gosh. I feel like, I I feel like, this was very interesting because I I do think going into it I sort of was like they're all Gryffindors and Ravenclaws. Like how are we gonna sort eye like when they're obviously all Gryffindors and Ravenclaws? But it was it was very interesting and very cool to me to go through and see how despite the fact that these are all characters oriented in the same way they're all oriented the same way for different reasons. And I think that, that to me is really cool. And one of the things that like is always a slight bummer about uh, like the Harry Potter series is just that it's like, if you are Gryffindor, essentially you are good. If you're a Slytherin, essentially you are bad. Right. Um, And then if you are a Hufflepuff or Ravenclaw, it's sort of like, what day is it? Yeah. (laughs) um, But but it seems like for the most part, Hufflepuff's lean Gryffindor. For the most part, Ravenclaw's might lean Slytherin a little bit more. A little bit more. But, um, I, I like that <clears throat> it was very easy to make cases for a lot of these in a lot of different directions. Which yeah, very
0: interesting. Very complex characters. It's yes. different when, yeah, you have the full arc of the character to examine, and they've obviously experienced growth. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so, also hard to know how much of all of Star Wars any given voter
1: has. it also goes to show too though i think that like all of us are like a little bit of everything a little you know? bit it's yeah. like i i like sorting for the sake of like it's fun it's yeah. like a fun discussion point but i also feel like chances are it's like you have a little bit of ambition and bravery and chivalry right these things are not absolute yeah <laughs> it's like it's not to say that if you're one you can't be the others as right well. and now we need to give a huge thank you to the quiz masters who support us over on patreon yes thank you to all the quiz masters for
0: voting on the quote-unquote correct answers for today's sorting ceremony you guys did a phenomenal job even if uh, maybe we didn't but we will see if the data if the data reveals the truth i know we'll i know see.
1: if you would ever like to get in early on topics like this you can head on over to patreon.com supercarlinbrothers brothers and select the quiz masters tier
0: Guys, as always, thank you so much for watching today's video. Don't forget to leave a like on it if you haven't already. If you'd like to see us sort Marvel characters into their Hogwarts houses, you can check out this video right here. But otherwise, until next time, bye!